Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast, where we talk with inspiring entrepreneurs and brand leaders who are building and rocking their brands. And I have a doctor on today, and I am so excited to welcome Dr. Amna Hussein. Uh, she is a board-certified pediatrician offering high-quality care and compassionate advice to her patients at her private practice, Pure Direct Pediatrics, based in Marlboro, New Jersey. Um, by using the direct care medicine model, Amna provides a more personalized experience without the limitations of health insurance for the highest quality care to her patients and families. Also called subscription-based healthcare, direct care medicine is a new approach that allows pediatricians to offer same-day appointments, house calls, and all access to your pediatrician day or night, which allows for higher quality care at a more affordable cost. So this is so cool. Congra um, congrats on um, all of your success and uh, for being a guest here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. I'm so excited to meet you. And it's it's so fun when I see doctors who are really rocking their brands. Wow. And I found you on, you know, social and I um, have just heard so many amazing things about you. So thank it's you. A, it's an thank honor you. to have you today. Um, so I'd love to hear your story about how you got started and where sure. you studied. Sure. So I'm a North Carolina girl. Okay. Well, I was born in New York and then I moved when I was very young to North Carolina and I was raised there. I still say I'm a Carolina girl um, and trained in D.C. Along the way, I married my husband, who's a Jersey local, okay. and that's what brings me here. Awesome. Um, and I'm a mom to a two-year-old who I had while I was in residency okay. doing those 90-hour work weeks, like the whole, it's not like Grey's Anatomy at all. Wow. <laughs> um, but, you know, along the way, a lot of people ask me, like, did being a pediatrician make you a better mom? And I would say it was like the opposite. Being a mom made me a such better pediatrician. Mm. Like, there's so much more compassion you have for parents. Um, just everything you see along the way. I used to give advice on, like, nursing and sleep training. And then until you're, like, in the trenches, you don't really know what yeah. it's like. Yeah. Um, I give, like, advice on the books I read, the things that have helped me. Um, but along the way, this really shaped the vision I had for the way I want to practice mm. medicine. Mm. Um, both my parents are physicians, and there's no you know, lying that the way medicine used to be practiced isn't the same way now. Mm. I see a lot of moms turning to their Facebook groups, um, turning to blogs, turning to the internet, really. We live in the digital age and we live in the age of Amazon Prime and grocery pickup. We want convenience, but we want quality too. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and that's kind of where my vision of my practice came from. Wow. Because it's interesting, like when you were going out there and, and um, decided to do the direct care medicine model, did when you told your parents, like what did they think? Was it? It was so funny. Me? So I'm New Jersey's first pediatric practice. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that there's some, in, you know, family medicine practices that exist. And my husband and I were talking back and forth. And here I was like nervous to take the leap. And I thought, you know, if anything, who do we earn our money for? Um, I mean, my daughter's two and I'm already saving for her college funds. And we're already thinking about birthday gifts and what to do, you know, her third birthday and all these different things. If we have another child, how does that? This is who we earn our money for, our children. We want to give them the best we can. 
And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take the leap and I'm going to do it. And I think that this is about quality for me at the end of mm -hmm. the day. So providing the best quality service. And when I told my parents, they were like, you know, I, my mom, especially as a pediatrician, she said, I think you should do it. I think you should because we are moving into an age of medicine now where, um, you know, these third parties are really dictating how we practice. Mm -hmm. And you guys may have heard of this, you know, new term, but physician burnout is real. Mm -hmm. You know, we as physicians, we work in our 20s, we work our 20s off and our yeah. noses are in books and then we get out there and we get our jobs and then we realize it's it's not so great. You get yelled out by patients. You mm -hmm. might feel like you're not making a difference in someone's life the way you want to. You might not get to control your schedule the way you want to. And you never want to take that out on your patients and mm -hmm. you come home and you kind of absorb all that. Mm -hmm. And it leads to physicians finding other side gigs, side hustles. Yeah. And um, here you were, you dedicated so many years of your life and yeah. I never wanted to get there. So I think that a lot of doctors are thinking outside the box now. Mm. And I think it's wonderful. I think young doctors need more options. Yeah. No, that's a great, um, great point. So was there a business model out there that inspired you, like that you, you know, yeah. started trending? I yeah. Guess, so direct. I haven't heard about it before. Yeah. Direct primary care. It's called like DPC oftentimes for shorthand. Um, it was kind of bored out of the Midwest. And in the Midwest, you often see um, the small doctors sometimes getting bought up by big hospitals. Mm -hmm. And we talked about like kind of what happens. You get told how to practice medicine. Mm -hmm. And this kind of was a breath of fresh air into the whole thing. You cut out the middleman and you take it back to the way it used to be. Patient, physician, the way, you know, you could easily communicate directly your concerns without having to worry about red tape. Mm -hmm. um, then it kind of translated to the West Coast. And now it's moving on to the East Coast. And pediatrics has been... Um, slowly picking up, I would say within the last five years, you're seeing more pediatric DPC practices. So as I mentioned, like New Jersey was the first one. So I did kind of have to explore a little bit. Um, it's funny, you know, some of New Jersey's laws are friendly. Some of them are not so friendly. Um, some of the families who I've talked to are like, this is wonderful. I didn't know this existed. I thought this was only in the city. So I've kind of had a chance to brand myself and create, you know, my specific flavors that I want to bring mm -hmm. into my practice. So I'm a lactation consultant. I have a lot of moms who come into my practice and um, they like that there's not any guilt either way. Mm -hmm. They can always talk to me about breastfeeding if I, I'm never going to promote one or the other. It's always about their choices. Mm -hmm. um, other flavors like pediatric mental health is huge. A lot of the older doctors nowadays are not super well trained in that. And they maybe end up referring out. But as pediatricians, we are the medical home. We are mm -hmm. the, you know, person. We're the gatekeepers. We often use that term in medicine. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of made myself more comfortable with what I see more frequently. Mm -hmm. So I get to pick my own flavors of what I want to bring sure. in. And it's like the whole child care. And Absolutely. Families. I mean, that is huge. And yeah. the convenience, too. I mean, now, of course, there's urgent care. And, you know, it's like I don't know when I see my pediatrician. You know, I'm always at the urgent mm -hmm. care. And, I, you know, you want that that quick Exactly. Um, the Amazon Prime, the grocery pickup. We want convenience, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, sometimes urgent cares aren't the best quality. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's where I try to meld that into my practice, convenience and quality, mm -hmm. because you should be seeing your pediatrician for those urgent sick visits. You yeah. should, you know, have somebody who knows your child inside and out, sure. just like you said, the whole child. And and um, I know you mentioned too earlier that you're um, very passionate about nutrition and things like that that yeah. all contribute to the child's, you know, whole health. And I think that's absolutely. Huge. Absolutely. I think that, especially as we mentioned in the digital age, there's so much information that's out there now. But who helps you go through it? And who, you know, who writes all that out there? Is it a medical expert? Is it a nutritionist? Is it just somebody who likes to talk about nutrition? Mm -hmm. 
you got to make sure that you have someone who can review that information mm -hmm. with you and takes the time to do that. If you have questions about, you know, the keto diet or should your child, I've had many families who ask me, should my child be on low carb? You know, various, various things. Should they be eating high protein diets? And we try to extrapolate adult data and it's not always the same thing with mm -hmm. kids. Sure. You need somebody who's an expert in the pediatric field to guide you through that. Got it. And um, like during your residency, were you always on social? Were you always kind of comfortable in that space? So and such a good yourself? question. No, I like <laughs> pulling an all nighter. Today. <laughs> I'm so funny. No, I've actually never pulled an all nighter in my life. I'm like one of those people who sleeps early and wakes up at like four or five to get work done. Oh wow! I've always been that kind of person. Yeah. Um, no, I never was. It's so funny. I was. I'm one of three sis four sisters in total. Mm. So. I was the last one to get on Instagram. I still don't have a Pinterest. They're like, get on it. I'm like, what's the point? I just use your login. Yes. <laughs> but no, I wasn't. And then I had a personal um, Instagram name and I started looking around. And I was like, you know what? I really like how some of these doctors are marketing themselves. And first and foremost, let's talk about like dollars and cents. It's free. Mm -hmm. And you can, whereas Facebook is local, Instagram is national and international. You know, I have very many followers and moms in California, moms in New York, moms in New Jersey who follow me. Wow. And it's I always tell even my prospective patients who call me that I say it's very important to talk to your pediatrician, interview them, get to know them. This is super personal. And you need to make sure you're making the right decision. I tell them, you know, go on Instagram too. Go on Facebook. See if you like what I post. Mm -hmm. It's a way to get a flavor of what kind of mom, what kind of pediatrician I am um, and see if you like it. See if you like the content I have. And let me know. It's like totally free. Like, yeah, that's that's awesome. And and how do um, most people find you? Um, so most people honestly find me through Facebook, mm. Instagram, through um, I write a medical blog, and mm -hmm. that was one thing I never knew that I was good at medical blogging. But apparently, I am. <laughs> a lot of parents come to me and they're like, "I love what you wrote about this," yes. and it's almost like a way for me to learn more about a certain topic sure. too. Sure, they read up on these blog posts. Um, you know, I wrote one on for a parent of a preemie child. And I had so many moms who contacted me later and said, thank you. Like, it really spoke to me. Um, so it's really small things like that, I think, that really end up making a big difference. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Now, do you do most of it yourself? You 100% yes. all of so it myself. I'm really, really crazy about me doing everything. <laughs> this is my brainchild, and I got to put my face forward. Mm -hmm. Even when it comes to, you know, right now I have a personal assistant and um, everything goes through me. Absolutely everything. And I always tell people that, too, a lot of people want to outsource their me social media. My husband included. Sometimes he's like, maybe I just need somebody to do it for me. And that's where you run into problems because you're not the mastermind behind it. You need to have a vision and you need to execute it yourself. And sometimes you got to put the hard work in. Mm -hmm. But I stand behind every word that I say then. I mean, I think there's a very fine line you walk when you put medical content out there. You never want to give mm. medical advice, right? Yes. Personal medical advice. But you have to stand behind those words. Mm -hmm. And then when right. people come to you and they quote you or they like something you said, that's something you genuinely you said. stand behind it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so what's your favorite thing about having your own business? Honestly, mm -hmm. it's the flexibility. Mm -hmm. Every day can look so different. And for some people, including me, I used to think that would drive me crazy. I'm a structure girl. I love I love routines. And sometimes I can do home visits for a patient at 4.30. The mom is working. Um, she gets home from work at 4.35. The kids get home from school at that time. And you can imagine if there's, you know, a couple of siblings, the night ends. You know, I try to give every patient about 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. Um 
So then, it's like unheard of. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, I, I tell parents, like, you're never going to feel rushed out the door, anything like that. Um, so in home visits, you know, I even, I can see the family, and then sometimes I get back home at 7. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel drained, and that was one thing I used to feel, that 8 a.m. Dr. Hussein was not the same as 4 p.m. Dr. Mm -hmm. Hussein. You mm -hmm. feel the grind, it gets to you, and you feel like a robot. And this way... The morning starts off with maybe admin, with maybe writing some publications for magazines, for maybe um, phone calls, marketing calls, blogging, um, talking to a patient in between. Um, then I go home. I see my daughter really quickly. I can have like, you know, three hours with her. And then I get back into my work. Sure. Yeah. So it's really great. And sometimes I'm talking to patients and they hear my daughter in the background and it's funny. I'll tell them, like, that's my daughter. I'm sorry. And they laugh. Moms it's, get it. They totally get it. And it gives you a personal face mm -hmm. behind what you do. You yeah. know, I'm a, I say I'm a family-friendly practice, and I mean it. And you mean it. You're very yeah. on brand when the daughter's yeah. in the back. <laughs> I know. I was on a phone call today, and they were like, I hear static. I'm like, that's Zootopia. Um, <laughs> that's Zootopia. That's not static. <laughs> that's amazing. That's very cool. And, um, you know, I'm sure the families and, um, you know, your patients inspire you and give yeah. you that, you know, energy. So say, how do you, you know, get inspired every day? Um, so I'm, I am a paper pen girl to this day. If, you know, I have ideas that pop into my head all the time, I write them down. You know, something that popped into my head lately was parental leave. I have a mom who is going back to work and, um, she's really wondering, she's also in the medical business and she's like, should I cut my maternity leave short? And we had this long discussion, and I was like, you know what? Think about it. Today, all moms work to some degree. You know, mm -hmm. I just told you my work day. Um, I'm sure your work days vary. Some of us work on weekends. Some of us work night shifts. Um, we all work to some degree, which has changed so much since the 60s, the 70s. And now we need to talk about, like, mom guilt, going back to work. What's How do you navigate yeah. that? How, yeah. is, you know, that was, there was a wonderful book I read when I went back to work on returning to work after maternity leave. And that's, like, actually my brainchild for my next blog mm. post that, you know, I try to think, like, what would today's mom want to hear about? Um, you know, I try to think about what's relevant. Mm -hmm. You know, I was um, talking to one of my patients that, you know, February is coming up and it's National Pediatric Dentistry mm. Awareness Month. So I'm talking about teeth health. Sure. Um, we're talking about raising kind kids because it's the season of Valentine's Day. Um, you know, in August, we talked about going back to school. So I really try to focus it on what my patients are interested in, but what I think today's mom would also be interested in. Sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, how much time should I be spending on building my brand and, yeah. and posting on social media? And, you know, especially having a personal brand, you know, it's all about you and, and it's, a, you know, it's a hard balance. Like people yeah. will go days and, oh, my God, I don't know what to post. So how much time do you dedicate? That's such a good question. Basis. Um, so I am actually, it's funny. I have a lot of physicians who've approached me now because they ask me the same thing. They say, how do, how do you do it? I want to do that too, because we're realizing that's how our patients find mm -hmm. us now. And my important thing to them is yes, post frequently, but don't post nonsense. If that makes sense, have it, have a vision and take small steps to execute it. So I'll tell you, you know, for instance, I could post every day and I'll drive myself crazy. Mm -hmm. I post three times a week. And on weeks where it's very busy, I post twice a week. On weeks that I go on vacation, I don't post at all. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I plan in advance. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of work behind the scenes. And I think that's something you have to be aware of that, you know, is it a hobby for you 
or is it about business? Mm -hmm. And if it's about business, then you got to put the hard work in mm -hmm. and it will pay off. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that it's just like, um, you know, a different a different method of looking at it. Right. You know, once upon a time, we used to put our money into print ads. Mm -hmm. And now print is unfortunately a dinosaur, especially yeah. if you look at my my patient demographic. Mm -hmm. They do not read really articles. Um, I'll say I'm I'm the average mom and I hardly ever read the newspaper anymore. Yeah. Um, so you have to think about how do you market now? So whereas you're saving money on Instagram and Facebook, you have to put in the time. Yes. And never lose face of your vision. I always tell people that you are the expert in your craft, but then you got to know your craft and put just that out there. Yeah, that's good. Like I I am I don't, you know, I'm not an expert in law. So I shouldn't be posting about pediatric, you know, healthcare laws per se. I should be posting about what I'm really good at, what I know really yeah. well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. You're um, um, so uh, uh, such a visionary in that respect. You know, and I, I talk to clients and, you know, I say you have to have a strategy. Yes. And it's, and it's consistency and it's long term. So like you can't just think for the week. It's like, what is, what's my goal for the next mm -hmm. um, six months and have a calendar and really be like, you I, know, yeah. what month it's, you know, the special month right. that's coming up. Like I like have my, people think I'm crazy, but I have my social media roughly planned out till yes, March. Of amazing. course, there's wiggle room. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where the anxiety comes in when you look at the week and you're like, <gasps> what do I post? Mm -hmm. Like, get, There's a lot of planning apps out yeah. there. Paper, pen. Can, you, know, it's, you can never go bad, yeah. wrong with it. Yep. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I would say when um, I know word of mouth is is huge, yeah. um, like what would you say your fans and your groupies, you yeah. know, are saying behind your back about, you know, honestly, uh, I would Omna. say <laughs> that refreshing. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they're like, I often hear they're like, I never knew a doctor could do this. Mm -hmm. And we're humans just like anybody else. I think it's a hobby and a skill you have to cultivate. Communication is so important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being able to, especially in my field in pediatrics, I think when we go to our adult doctors, we are, you know, I, I've been to doctors where they turn their back to me and they're on their computers and, mm -hmm, uh, you know, it's okay. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't love it, but it is what it is. But when you go to your pediatrician, you want to make that connection. That's your time to kind of bring up all these laundry list of concerns, or maybe you have no concerns, but your doctor realizes something when they're in that room. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to have that relationship with them. So I think that's one thing that when I talk to families, they're like, wow, either where have you been all my life? <laughs> or, you know, I wish my kids had you, that kind of thing. Um, because we're trying, what I'm trying to do is bring back old-fashioned medicine meeting modern technology. Mm -hmm. I'm still able to send intake forms and email moms and text them. You know, I do a lot of HIPAA-compliant texting with my moms because that's the way a lot, you know, some of my moms always tell them, do you want it written down? Do you want it texted to you or emailed? So many of them say text it yeah. to me. Um, but at the same time, it's old-fashioned medicine. Doctors don't make house calls anymore, and I want to bring that back. You know, once upon a time, we used to have checkups that were 30 minutes and then got sorted to 20, then 15, and now 12. You know, 12. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So I want to bring it back, that medicine without those restrictions and that red tape, where you still have, you know, a good doctor, though, who can guide you through today's challenges. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, no, I'm just so excited about this. Like, <laughs> I think it's amazing. So I'm so curious, like, where do you see yourself like growing, you know, if you yeah. get maxed out with house calls, like, yeah, um, growing um, your practice or, yeah. you know, I don't know, I opening have... up in other towns with yeah. other leaders. Um, so a lot of families ask me that sometimes parents call on the fr- it's funny, they lead with, are you accepting new patients? And I'm like, yes, I am. Um, and sometimes they ask me at the end of the call, I love what you have to say, but what happens when you get too busy? And I tell them that I think one thing that's important as a woman and as a mother, you have to know the power of no and not stretching yourself too thin. Um, you know, we're mothers and I never want to go home feeling like I said, burnt out and short fused. So I am very comfortable. Like you said, you know, what happens when you get too busy? Wait lists. Um, there's going to be families that move away. There's going to be families that graduate and think that, you know what, my kid's going off to college and they have a doctor who's very close by. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. It's so funny when they like, you know, spread their wings and they're ready to go. Um, but there's going to be a wait list because there's mm-hmm. only one of me. Yeah. And like I said, I'm so protective of my brand and I'm so protective of my patients that I would not really sacrifice anything until we're you know, I'm absolutely at maximum capacity yeah. and then say, like, I can do it or I can't mm-hmm. do it. Well, I love that you're, you know, you're putting out all this content so yeah. you can direct, you know, people, even if they don't live locally to, mm-hmm. you know, some tips on, you know, absolutely these different topics. And they seem endless, you know. I know. It was like funny. I, <laughs> I, the, I recently posted a video of like, you know, just I had to go to the pharmacy and, and my husband and I were going out to eat. And I was like, hey, will you just take me for a second? I was like, you know, this I always get all these questions. And it was like a quick night. You know, I think it was like eight or nine minutes. And I have already got notifications like 6,000 people have seen this. And I'm like, oh, no, 6,000 people. Oh, my gosh. And like awesome. 25 shares. And it's so funny. Like people are like, that's how things spread. So yeah. I might have patient, people in Texas who watch that and they never will come see me. But at least they have content from a pediatrician. Mm-hmm you know, who's telling them what's safe and what's not sure. safe. And you're affecting, like you're, you know, really affecting them and um, right. making a difference naturally. Yeah. And um, so I love that your husband's a doctor. Yes. Because <laughs> I saw the two of them like, oh, my God, they're such a brand, the two of them, too. It's <laughs> like, you know, do you see working anything in the future or writing a book together? I don't oh my know. Gosh, it's you so go, funny. We were just in your own lanes. <laughs> we, it's kind of. I think you kind of need to work a little bit separately to just stay like stay yes. sane. But we do work a lot together. It's so funny because pediatrics and germ does have a lot mm-hmm. of overlap. I mean, how many kids come in with these rashes, um, et cetera, or parents need to have some consolation, feel the empathy. And I will say that he's you know very good with patients in that regard. There's some dermatologists who don't have the bed, best bedside manner. And they see patients very quickly. I will say that in that regard, he and I complement each other very well. I'm like, are you sure you're not a pediatric dermatologist? <laughs> um, but it's so funny. We actually talked about a podcast one day in the future. We have so much on our plate. But in the future, we would like to because, like I mentioned, medicine is changing. And a lot of young medical students are thinking, is it worth going down the path of medical school? And I will say it's after college. It's four years of medical school. And at least a three-year residency. Mine was three years. My husband's was four years. There's a lot of exams along the way. Sometimes people wonder, is it worth mm-hmm. it? You know, there's other ways to become, you know, someone in the healthcare field, a nurse practitioner, a physician assistant. Is it worth it? And we're finding that now we're seeing physicians through social media mentoring young physicians. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've started taking on um, through my Instagram that I have Young medical students who co- who have come to me with coaching, interview coaching, mm-hmm. um, coaching on personal statements, 
you know, what is your vision for medicine, how you want to practice it? And I think a podcast is something that in the future we'd love to talk more about. Sure. You know, our experiences, we both didn't go to the same medical school. We both went to, you know, different residency programs. He'll kill me for saying this, but I often joke that I worked harder than him as a medical student than he did as a resident. <laughs> and I'm like, I work harder than you now as a resident than you did as an attending. And he's like, well, you should have gotten to germ. <laughs> he'll kill right. me for saying this. But I will say, like, you know, but some of the, some of the stuff that he does is so different than what I do. Yeah. Yes. We both have such different perspectives on medicine. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we would in the future like to do together, though. I Healthcare coaching. Sure. No, that's interesting because another question was, you know, what advice would you give to yeah. you know, medical students right now? Because there are so many roads. There's so to go many roads. Yeah. I think hard. I think, like I said, you know, um, a lot of my 20s were spent in books, um, studying lots of exams along the way. And sometimes you think about, like, was that really important? I mean, it really shapes you. It gives you drive. It gives you grit. It gives you appreciation for the human body and mm-hmm. All the fields of, you know, medicine, there's things that I remember from adult medicine. I don't even practice adult medicine anymore. There's fields that I remember from OB, and I have very little overlap, but some overlap in Mm -hmm. OB. It's so important to know all of those things, Mm -hmm. and um, I think that that's what you need now. I think young young individuals need more of that healthcare and and coaching in medicine because, um, you know, people contact me a lot. Is it possible to have a family? I've had so many young women contact me. I don't know if I can have a family. Can you tell me more about were you married? Were you this? Um, were, did you have kids? It's these small questions that all our, all our young individuals are wondering. And I, I'm here to bust the myths and say, yes, you can have a family. Um, you can get married. You don't even have to be married to do medicine. A lot of people do it either way. Mm-hmm. So I think that filling that niche is something that's always going to be important. Yeah, and that's awesome. Um, so I'd love to talk more about um, brand partnerships because that's my favorite thing about yes. you know PR and branding because you can you know partner with brands that align and reach mm. bigger national audiences and yeah. uh, you know it's it's um, let's say little investment on your part but you know it typically is versus spending huge amounts of money on advertising but there's right. a great return on investment and right. I just I love that and I know you I don't know if you can talk about some of your the brands you're partnering yeah. with and how you choose them because you really are putting yourself out there if you stand for a product absolutely I think that's really important I always tell people that my medical license is not for sale I just talked about how hard I worked for it and so everything I stand for has to be something that I believe in um, especially in the delicate field I'm in um, you know I've had even some some companies approach me about supporting CBD and I'm like you know well there's not enough evidence right there for pediatrics I think I'm not ready to do that yet and it's something that you know they've even approached me like we'd love to pay you and I'm you know it doesn't matter this is my ethics at the end of the day and you need to have a strong code of ethics especially in medicine um, some of the brands that I actually am really into lately is, um, so a baby food company I'm working with called Yummy. It's uh, Y-U-M-I. And interestingly enough, they approached me through Instagram. And I love the work they're doing. They create um, either purees or toddler-ready foods for for moms. They deliver them to moms in either two-week batches, four-week batches, six-week batches. It's almost like the blue apron of baby food. And I tried them out myself. My <laughs> my colleagues make fun of me, but I'm like that 
person who tries out baby food and formula and like medicine so that I can tell people like, oh, clindamycin tastes awful. Let me tell you, this is how it works. And my husband makes fun of me, but I'm like, no, this is how you have to think like a pediatrician. You got to get on a kid's level and think about what works. So I love Yummy what they're doing lately. Um, I think that you can also like it talks, you know, going through the ingredients, it's very pure things like just the food that's in there. Um, not many seasonings, so you can add things as you go along the way. Um, I also love working with this one toothpaste company called Risewell. Um, so we talk a lot about fluoride in the water, and New Jersey is actually like number 48 in the country for fluoride in the water. So that's something that's important to have in your toothpaste. Um, However, you got to be careful about how much kids take in. So this toothpaste company actually contains a fluoride-free toothpaste that kids can eat, but it still provides the right protection. So like my daughter loves it. She says, want cupcake every time we brush her teeth because it's vanilla flavored. And she keeps wanting to eat more. She's like, want more cupcake? And I'm like, I could just give her the tooth. I can get my kids to brush her teeth on their own. She loves it. She's like, want more cupcake? And that just goes to, I literally keep these things in my house and I use them on my own child um, because that's how strongly I believe in it. Um, There's another company that I love. It's a white noise machine and I've had it since she was born. It's called the Baby Shusher. And I recently did a holiday giveaway and um, the company reached out to me and they gave it away to like one of our, actually I think one of our local New Jersey moms, I'm an elephant mom, won it. Um, So I've worked with so many companies that I love what they do. There's one that I mentioned about Going back from maternity leave, um, she's a lawyer based in D.C., and she's the one who wrote that wonderful book, Return to Leave. And she and I have partnered together for a coupon discount code for moms and dads. There's a return to leave for dads, too, because we're talking about parental leave for dads now more in this country, which I think is wonderful. Um, But it's for moms or dads to do remotely, like a course to go back. You can do it on your phone while your child's nursing, while they're napping, giving you the right mindset. And I think that's another thing we're talking about more is like mindset and awareness rather than, you know, here's a mom being thrown back into work and the mom guilt coming over. Um, So I've actually partnered with her and I love the work she does. So she and I together have offered like 25% off our registration for her course. Um, And she and I are not even in the same state. We're in DC, but we've just connected that way. So I think knowing your brand and knowing what you stand for and totally not being afraid to reach out to people. She was somebody I actually reached Mm -hmm. out to, like Yummy and Risewell reached out to me. I reached out to her and I said, I loved your book. You really gave me a lot of insight. And I would love to like either give away a coupon code or something to a lucky parent. And she and I just started chatting back and forth. And we clicked and I almost had like the celebrity moment. that Oh, my God, she reached (laughs) out to me and I read her book. (laughs) And it was amazing. That's so great. So I actually like keep all of these, not just for my patients, but any pediatric any mom or anybody who lands on my website, mm-hmm. it's under my preferred partners on my website. They can go anytime they'd like. And the newest one I've reached out to is actually a company called Bark. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so cool. I actually heard about it on the Today Show and I reached out to them because they monitor 24 digital platforms. And basically what they do is they allow parents to monitor their teenagers' you know, digital activity, but in a very standoffish way. So you're not going through their oh, texts. Yeah. Yeah, write it down. B-A-R-K. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're not going through their texts or reading their diaries or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of alerts you if there's something thrown out there that's a red flag. And how do you know what a red flag is? They're constantly updating the newest slang that's being used, the newest mm-hmm. um, apps that are coming out. They do the hard work for you. 
It's amazing. I love it. Isn't it amazing? So we're talking about like digital age parenting the smart way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I reached out to them. I was like, I love what you do. And I'd like to provide a discount to my patients um, or any families around me. I love it. No, that's so smart. I love all of the. (laughs) Yeah. And it has to be the right thing. So like, for instance, like. A screen time is such a big like soapbox for me, yeah. um, so that's why I picked them. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is something that speaks to me." Sure, and yeah. that you feel comfortable. I love it because it's so authentic to your beliefs and what you're yeah. living in your you know daily um, lifestyle. So, um, so I see you. You know, you're definitely like um, growing on the on the next trends. Like, where do you see yourself in the next few years? Um, as a, I, don't, I guess as a um, media, I don't know, media personality, yeah. or doing some more um, marketing yeah. on your brand. I think that that's always evolving. Like where I saw myself a year ago is not where I think I'd be today. And things are always changing. Like opportunities are always being presented. You know, um, I always thought that maternal mental health was really important. And then I never thought that this coming May I'm speaking at an event for maternal mental health and awareness in Manhattan. And I was like, wow, I never knew that. I would end up there, and I only see it growing from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently took on being an AAP media spokesperson, and you know what does that mean? Basically, you can talk to whatever opportunities are important to you. So, like, if gun control is important to you as a pediatrician, you can take on that. If you know LGBTQ is really important to you, you can take mm-hmm. on that. If something is not as important, you can always pass up on it, and then another pediatrician can pe- can take on it. Um, so, I think that avenue has really um, opened up a lot of doors because. Like you said, media is going to become bigger and bigger. And I think I like that physicians are starting to speak up more about the Mm -hmm. things that are relevant today. Yeah, got it. And is there a community of, um, you know, doctors that are, um, you know, currently practicing with this business model? Or there is um, pioneering. I don't know. Yeah, there is. So it's funny. um, I I did a lot of Facebook group researching, a lot of Internet researching, um, reaching out to a lot of people. Um, pediatricians and non-pediatricians and you know talking about how do how do I set this up and then speaking to DPC specific lawyers that was really important too to make sure that you know you're complying with all the laws in the state so there are communities Facebook groups that I definitely am a big part of you know pediatricians who do DPC there's a DPC docs group and these are great resources and now like you know you talk about where did you think you see yourself now I see deep doctors, two doctors who do pediatrics who've approached me already and said, how did you start this Mm. practice? And I always tell them, I'm like, I'm still a year green. Like, you know, I'm still very young, but this is what's worked for me. And that's where it kind of starts. You see the ball rolling and then it picks up momentum. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm loving that New Jersey is trying to catch up too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, well, I love the the personal branding, and I think it's um, something that a lot of you know doctors and other professions, you know, are just trying to figure out, like what's you know the magic behind it. You know, like I guess what you know would you suggest to someone you know in the in the medical field mm-hmm. um, if they don't do any social or anything like any advice to kind of just get to step one to just yeah. take it. I think, and I've often told, like, you know, a lot of people have have actually come to me with that question. Um, How did you do it? And I say, well, you got to discover your brand. And sometimes they flounder back and forth and they say, well, I opened my practice because of this, but then I also want to do this. And then I, but I did like that. Well, then, you know, you got to be, first of all, honest Mm -hmm. with yourself. And then once you develop that, then we talk about your strategy. And if that means once once a week post, maybe even once a month even, Start there 
and then stay consistent. Oftentimes I hear the same thing that, oh, but it takes so long. It does. But you'll get faster with time, right? Like the first time I ever did an exam on a practice patient, um, I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to remember how to like where the stethoscope goes. <laughs> and now when I look back on it, I'm like, wow, it's like second nature now. Yeah. Um, one of the hardest exams we learn in medical school is the neuro exam, mm. their neurologic exam. We have to go through their cranial nerves. We go through their reflexes. We go through the way their strength and mobility is. We go through the way they walk. And I was like studying the night, like the day before I even went into the room. I was like, I'm going to forget it. And then now it's like, I know it like the back of my hand. Yeah. And that is human. That's the mm -hmm. human brain. Mm -hmm. That's memory. And that's like that, that muscle memory we talk about where you learn a skill and you really hone it in. Yeah. And honestly, I tell them social media is the same way. Yeah. You're, you know, you're a doctor. You know a lot. Your brain can absorb a lot. Um, you can totally manage Facebook or mm -hmm. social media, but you got to get your brand down. You got to sure. get your, your beliefs down, mm -hmm. and then work those. Yeah, no, I think. And I always right. say to people, I'm like, you can never work your business. Uh, nobody else can work your business as best as you can. Mm -hmm. So that's why when people want to outsource things, and they say Instagram never works for me, it's because somebody else is doing it, mm -hmm. and they don't know what your vision is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good it's a good point. I know when we work with our clients, we we do this um, exercise called the brand pillars where they really narrow down what sets them apart. Yes. And, you know, if they're doing five different things, like pick one or two, because I, I, I want to be able to talk about you and mm -hmm. talk about your strength. And Absolutely. I can't talk about 10 things. <laughs> Absolutely. In one sentence. And, you know, it has to be like your elevator pitch. And yes, uh, so people that's remember. So important. And it's a kind of a, a wow factor. So, that's, mm -hmm. uh, you know really key. Absolutely. And I think it's a big exercise in self-development as well. Mm -hmm. That's where it kind of like, uh, it's weird, confidence comes from. Mm -hmm. Even though you're behind a screen, but you put yourself out there in a medium for thousands to see. Yes. So you have to be confident in your message and in mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Um, so what are you most excited about this year, 2020? Um, so, so not medically related. Well, kind of medically it's related. Okay. Um, I I'm going to a conference for women in medicine mm -hmm. in drumroll, Olani Disney Resort in Hawaii. Woo! I am so excited, and I'm mostly excited because my husband has to babysit. <laughs> I'm like, what's so? It's like unfair because he's gonna be in Disney Olani. Like he doesn't even need to babysit. Uh, She's gonna sit there, and Mickey's gonna dance I for know, her. That's right? Amazing. No, I'm super excited. So this is a women in medicine conference, which, again, is really. It's come together through social media. That's mm -hmm. where female physicians are connecting. It's called the Pinnacle Conference. And this is funny, but our, it falls around our anniversary. So our anniversary is June 14th. And last year, it was our five-year anniversary, and my daughter ended up getting sick, and we canceled oh. our plans. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, parenting comes first, and we had just launched our business, so we were crazy already stressed. And I told my husband that... Five is just a number. We can always celebrate an anniversary. Like our six-year anniversary could be the big thing. And then, lo and behold, we ended up planning this conference. So it's got a little bit of like CME and medical, mm -hmm. you know, background to it. But at the same time, we're going for like a good week. Yeah. And because we're like, if we're going to go to Hawaii, you might as well. Of course. You're going to take yes. a two-year-old on a flight. You might exactly. as well soak that up. <laughs> I know. I don't know how I'm going to get through that. Um, but I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Um, because, again, it's going to be a chance to kind of connect with female physicians who I've like been friends with on Instagram and finally meet them in real life, mm -hmm. um, grow my brand, grow my marketing, by the same time, like, relax in a wonderful yes. place. Yep. And I don't even, like, it's Hawaii. 
Yes, and involve your family. It's like yes. the, it's you know really everything coming together. It's everything your, coming together exactly, you know, um, exactly. And June is just it's a good time in pediatrics too. That like there's off seasons and on seasons, mm. and that's it. Off season. Off season. <laughs> People get sick. In- People get sick in the winter. Back to school picks to up school. in August. I know. That's, that's an off season. Oh, that's you so know, funny. if I was like a football player, that'd yes. be my off season. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. That's I exciting. Am. That yes. is great. Wow. So well, I'm really pumped about to. that. Yes, that's <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Um, and of course, on the Brand Groupies podcast, we always talk about music because it's yes. the core, you know, identity of of my brand. So, yes. do you listen to I don't know any particular music in the office? Or with um, your, we you do know, a lot of instrumental so. music in our office, which I like. Actually, it's funny that. Um, we have a large age. So my husband and I work together and we have a wide range of age demographics. So we used to do more pop music and um, I, I sound so old, pop music. No. <laughs> um, but then we found that the older age demographic was like, I don't really like this music. And then if we did more classical music, the younger generation didn't love it. So we actually now just switched to instrumental music, but it's things like Katy Perry, Kanye West, Mm -hmm. but it's also things like the classics, like bands, Bon Jovi, and I love it. Um, Personally, I'm a big Disney music Mm -hmm. fan, and I love it. My daughter's now starting to get old enough where she's really picking up on Disney princesses, and I'm like, you go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So we do a lot of Disney music in our house. That's great. Um, I love it. (laughs) It works out well. Very cool. I love it. Um, And of course, our Brand Groupies Challenge, if you know... Um, your business, Pure Direct Pediatrics, um, were to be compared to a song, what would yeah. you um, pick? Oh, so if I was coming off the Disney theme, which I feel <laughs> like I definitely, it would probably be Cinderella's A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Oh, I love it. Because I would say, I think that translates to all of medicine almost. Like, So it's funny, we have this, um, I don't know if you heard about it, medicine, it's called Match Day. And it's when fourth-year medical students they um, submit, you know, the ranking of their residency programs, and it's this algorithm. And then you get matched with the program you picked and ranked and how the program ranks you. And it's funny. There's, like, a joke that it's the day where, like, thousands of OCD-type students give up their fate to an algorithm. (laughs) So everybody's on edge. But it's really cute. Like, every school does a different way of doing it. And you can pick your own song when you go up and get your letter. It's really cute. And I actually ended up picking a Disney song, and that was one of them. That it was like a, it's like a dream, your a yes. wish that your heart makes when you're asleep. It's kind of like this is something you've been dreaming and working toward, and it's funny your fate's in this envelope. Mm. Of course, you can always switch programs if you're not happy, but like it's crazy. You know, you get your family around. There's this wonderful vibe, and I would feel like that song has kind of carried me through medicine. My practice mm. was like a dream that I thought about, and I was never thought that I could do this. Right? I'm just out of residency how could I do this I don't know enough but you do know enough and you there's always resources if you don't and that's what I tell my patients too is like I know what I know and I know what I don't and if any doctor tells you they know everything then like run in the opposite direction (laughs) Um, but I work with patients and you know I've had moms ask me about essential oils I'm like you know I don't know let me find that out for you and then I learn along the way Um, because medicine's always changing it's always evolving Mm -hmm. And so you have to be a two-way relationship. Yes, it's a two-way relationship. Mm -hmm. You learn from your patients. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that's so great. Well, I um, am so excited talking to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want to go look at all your videos. And um, I tell everyone, I guess, what your social channels are and the best place to reach yeah. you. Yeah. So I feel like we talked a lot about Instagram. So probably one of the easiest ways to reach me would be um, on Instagram. It's at dr. Period Amna Hussein. So A M N A H U S A I N. And on Facebook, I'm at Pure Direct Pediatrics. Um, my website, I always, everything, talking about OCD physicians, but everything comes through me. So you can always contact me through my website as well. And that's um, www.puredirectpediatrics.com. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I am so honored that you came today. And thank you for sharing oh, everything you. about your brand and, and everything you do and, and, you know, how you're affecting so many families in such a positive thank way. Thank you. So thank you for having awesome. me. It's really awesome. So, thank you. Thank you. Your heart.